When I was a young boy growing up in the south of England, my confidence levels were at an all-time low. People bullied me for how I looked, sounded, and even for having ridiculously big ambitions. This ended up taking a massive toll on my mental health for several years. It eroded my confidence and wiped out any sense of self-worth. I'd get told in the hallways during high school that I was dreaming, would never amount to anything. And I might as well quit whilst I was ahead. I try and put on a brave face to get through the rest of each school day. But deep down, I was torn apart, broken and unable to find direction on life. I was exhausted from trying to be stronger than I felt. Each day at about 3.40pm, I would arrive home from high school, walk up the stairs to my bedroom, and isolate myself from the rest of the world. Unless it were time to eat, I would stay there. In retrospect, I feel thankful that they bullied me in high school. You see, the utter lack of human interaction throughout my teenage years due to social anxiety forced me to spend countless hours on my laptop. I ended up learning how to write songs, network with people in the music industry, and understand social media algorithms to progress my career. While people in my high school class were getting drunk every Friday night at the club, I was working. The reason that I've accomplished so much at such a young age isn't that I'm talented. I simply outworked everybody else due to my relentless drive and my work ethic. It's that simple. Several years prior, I had a dream that I would someday become a successful musician due to being inspired by positive messages from the likes of DJ Khaled and many more people. So once again, I outworked everyone. Each day at 3.40pm, I'd arrive home from high school, walk up the stairs to my bedroom and isolate myself from the rest of the world. I would pull out my laptop and work for 8 plus hours until I fell asleep. During this time, I created a charity single for Cancer Research UK titled Beautiful. I had an acoustic song written and recorded and that was great, but I wanted more. I wanted millions of people around the world to hear it. So, I emailed every single DJ and producer I could think of, asking if they would be interested in featuring on the project. Many people said no, and that's fair enough. To be honest, almost everyone said no. But I mentally framed it as a positive thing. You see, I believe that rejection is... Merely a redirection, a course correction to a more successful and prosperous future. One of the remixes ended up being done by my favourite producer during childhood. He's called Class. He's from Cologne in Germany, I believe. I remember dancing in my bedroom to his platinum selling single Infinity 2008 with Guru Josh, so I was pretty happy to have him on board. Upon releasing the project on 2nd of December 2015, it immediately entered the iTunes album chart top 50. Considering that it was above music industry legends such as Ed Sheeran, uh, James Bay, uh, many many more people during the pre-order stage, I was understandably a very proud 16 year old. If you actually scroll back through my Instagram, at Matt Lily White Projects, you'll be able to see it. 
It was at this point in life I discovered Gary V. Unlike him, I was not extroverted. I was not great on camera. I'm still not. I was the opposite of Gary. However, the one thing that got me hooked on his content was the sheer extremity of his work ethic. I admired it. I loved it. In a similar fashion to how athletes analyse footage of themselves on the field, I was subconsciously generating an in-depth understanding of how successful entrepreneurs operate. How did Gary manage his schedule? What emotional characteristics were driving his career forward? How was he deploying the attention of his community to his content and business? Having already generated some pretty significant results using my knowledge of social media and consumer psychology, I fell in love with the prospect of entrepreneurship. Not with the girls, the money, or the fancy cars, no. I fell in love with the idea of working for myself, generating income from my passion and impacting the lives of others during the process. So once again, I outworked everyone. Each day at about 3.40pm, I'd arrive home from high school, walk up the stairs to my bedroom and I'd isolate myself from the rest of the world. I'd pull out my laptop and I'd work for 8 hours a day until I fell asleep. To gain leverage on social media, I followed Gary's advice and emailed 10 meme pages offering to work for free. After a couple of interviews on the phone, I ended up working for the Wall of Comedy which had about 2 million followers at the time. This free position resulted in numerous trips to the ULAD office in London, trips up to Manchester, I got to meet quite a few very famous musicians, it was great. And I got to learn about social media in the process, cause each day I was studying analytics, writing articles and testing new ideas to understand how people interacted and responded to content on Facebook. Essentially, I was perfecting my craft and honing in on my skills. But the problem was, I was getting complacent. So I wanted to put myself out of my comfort zone to maintain a strong work ethic. I scraped together some money from offering social media marketing services to musicians and purchased a one-way flight to Australia. I ended up moving in with some amazing cousins down in Melbourne. And I must have paid about $400-$500 a month to learn my cost of living. They're great people. During the time I was there, I ended up working about 9 or 12 hour days just trying to create a financially viable music career. Seven days a week, I was working relentlessly from my laptop, finding ways to get new clients, fund existing operations and self-educating myself on different marketing techniques within entrepreneurship, music and so many other things. Laurie Grainer said a quote which summed up my life exceptionally well. Entrepreneurs are willing to work 80 hours a week to avoid working 40 hours a week. She's right. I loved every second of it. I loved working on my business, chasing my passion and waking up each day knowing I could do something which made me so, so happy. Due to continually being outside my comfort zone, the anxiety and the self-doubt from the early periods in my life was starting to fade away. I felt a new sense of freedom. I was prepared to do anything and everything necessary to maintain this lifestyle. While scrolling back through Gary V's videos, I came across his flip challenge that encouraged people to visit garage sales and flip items for a profit. So, 
I did precisely that. Four days a week I took the train on multiple thrift stores around Melbourne and scanned the barcodes of different products to find items that I could resell. One thing that generated a significant profit was school textbooks. I remember seeing a dozen in a store priced at about $4 each, but upon scanning the barcode, I noticed that they were consistently selling for about $40 on eBay. So naturally, I purchased the entire stock, jumped back on the train and listed the whole collection that evening. And within a week, I'd made several hundred dollars. Flipping was the exact strategy I used to survive, and that's the truth. I set aside a percentage for rent and food and used the rest of my profits as working capital to fund my passion. As a direct result of Gary's advice, I was able to travel to over a dozen countries, build a profitable six-figure business, and only live a happy life. I look forward to the day in which I'm able to thank Gary in person for being an exceptional person who helped guide me through this journey. Although it may be easy to frame any adversity as a negative experience, I consider it to be one of the most advantageous aspects of someone's life when it comes to entrepreneurship. You see, adversity causes some men to break, and others to break records. No matter what stage of your career you're in, try and find ways to put yourself in an advantageous position so you can outwork the competition. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal, what matters is the courage to continue.